Hi, welcome to Stammer Stories. My name is William Levin and I'm your host and founder of this podcast. In this podcast, we talk about stammering from all perspectives. I'll be talking to people who stammer, people who work in the stammering field, and people who have a general interest in the topic. So today's guest so reached out to me following a post that I did. So I did a post taking for guests for my podcast. And it's always so inspiring seeing different people come forward to want to share their story. And Carrie Ann was one of those people. So welcome to the podcast, Carrie Ann. Yeah. Um, this is Carrie Ann's first podcast, but I'm, but I'm sure that this is one of many, and I'm sure that she will smash it. So can you just tell the viewers a bit about you? And yeah. Um, right, so, um, yes, yeah, so I have a, a, a stammer. I work in the civil service. I work in, in courts administration. Um, I also love, I'm also involved in singing and, and acting and, and writing. And uh, a lot of people always tend to question mark that, but so many people I know who have anything to do with, with speech are very creative people and they're involved in 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 the art so I enjoy doing that um I know I live in London um I, it's just so nice to see I know I never knew these organizations existed um you know it was only until social media that I I saw that they have these and it were better late than never to you know to, to get involved and you're so right. Like when I first joined the starring community, I had no idea like how big the starring community was, but also like how supportive it, like the whole community is of, of, of like so some industries, not industries like some communities, it can be, be a bit of rivalry or like there's a bit of like quite political, but the stammering community is such a lovely, open, supportive community. But also we encourage everyone because I think we all know what everyone else is going through. And I think it's so inspiring seeing the encouragement, but also like the support from different charities, but also the global stammering community as well is huge. But we'll talk about that late later on in the episode so you've just mentioned that you have a stammer and i would love to talk to you about your stammer when did you first realize that you had one and how was it at, at a young age it's strange because it wasn't like anything that's diagnosed like you go to a doctor or a therapist i just my first memories of it were of other kids at school mimicking it that's when you're aware of it when other people and I just, just remember having it and um, I think at school we had, um, and I remember going to some speech therapy for a while, but I, that didn't last very long. But that it's kind of a strange, everything else you know of in terms of under the umbrella of a disability. There's a point when you're diagnosed and there's a formal process of what's done through it, either through school or social care or like, but with stammering, it's just something you have and you're left to it. It's so you kind of have, it, it's, it, that was my sort of first gradual, you know, awareness of it. And then, it, yeah, that's, it's, you know, yeah, that's, it's strange 
thing there's no pivotal point where you're told uh, you sat down and told this is what you have or you're there with your parent or guardian it's just something that you have and, we, and you notice it from other people's reactions to it yeah and and i think but also from what stats have shown like it's way more frequent in boys than in girls as well so i think it's harder in that front like for a girl to be diagnosed with a stammer because there's like the statistics aren't that common as well and growing up did you find it hard like how bad was your stammer um I remember in you know in class when the teacher always asks a question I'd never put my hand up and often the teacher would point out to me I understand why they were saying that because they thought oh she's not speaking up and I'd think no don't 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 point to me don't point to me and you'd know as soon as I opened my mouth and the whole class erupts in laughter so I remember anything like that and then I'm like then your school reports say no I did have good school reports but they always said need to speak up more in class and it's kind of makes you think that you're not everything is every because I'm a bit of an introvert anyway but everything is always about it's if you're always talking if you're always your your voice is always heard and that means you're a better person or a more intelligent person whereas if you're not talking much there's something wrong with that but it was never really addressed what was wrong with that so I, I yeah I never um very difficult speaking out and I always find hearing my own voice very strange I don't know that's why I wasn't used to hearing my voice you realize actually I haven't spoken that much when you do you kind of mumble or I kind of say something and I'd quickly say it just to get it out not even though I had to say something it was always I have to say what I'm saying and that's it no I need to say like can somebody pass that to me or can I do this you know you never really used to have any conversations so it it was an issue in terms of of confidence even though you're a confident person it's kind of like having a, a a barrier like trying to get over all these all these hurdles to do something so it, it's that you know that wasn't and you know you just kind of they're kind of classified as a kind of a dopey child or the stammering child or that and it takes a while when you're an adult to start to when you start finding yourself, no, 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 that's that, that sounds cliched, but that's when you start to come in, come into your own and, and talk, have the confidence to talk more because you have something to say, even though it may not take as long, as quick to say it, you still think, no, I've got something that, that, that I want to say. Because I've yeah. gone a bit off on this subject, I don't know. <laughs> no, that was really good. And I think one of the big things as well as I think talking about like talking about your stammer to others around you. And I think like, I've had lots of guests who've described it like school, like they had a permanent sick note because of their stammer. So like, in like classes and like presentations, I've just hated school so much because of like the stammer, like the, the thought of presenting in, in class, like are asking questions and are, and like, I think it's so sad. You think of all the people who have been afraid to ask for help 
who have a stammer because they're just afraid of how their, how their stammer may be portrayed and you think, what have we come to as a society that we are making people afraid to be, to say their speech, share their speech and what, what they want to have. And I think with the stammering, the stigma is such a stereotypical stigma as well. And I think it's more, it's not really a mean stigma, it's more of a pity slash jokey stigma like people think oh it's okay to make fun of their voice but why make fun of someone's voice and and it's like with a pity like don't pity us because of the way that we speak because it's the way that we speak and it's like there's nothing that we can do to change it apart from maybe the odd technique or but I'd love to like sort of rolling from that staring of course has its bad moments and I'd love to talk to you, love sort of a wrong word, but I'd love to talk to you about a time where you've struggled for most of your stammer, but also how you've learned from that situation as well. Um, struggling with things is if I'm in a shop and I need to ask for assistance, that I never did. There's oftentimes I've just walked away and not buying anything because even to say, do you have this in here or what, I just couldn't do it. So um yeah there's been so many times I've missed out on on that and so what I've learned after a while is to start scripting what I'm doing so as I'm going up I'm going over and going over and going over and, and saying it and um it may look like I'm talking to myself while I'm doing it but it's just getting that and that's always you know like asking directions and things like that I know now you've got your smartphone and you can find but in, you still need to go up to somebody and ask something and you just you just know that it you know a simple thing like do you know where this street is or anything like that but that's yeah I just end up getting lost and walking around because I just can't go and ask someone a simple thing like where is the high street yeah. and so it sounds like you could be with me do you pre-think your sentences in like conversations so do you pre-prepare like certain so so if you know you're going to have a conversation with someone about a certain topic does your mind sort of pre-think it to see if there's stammer friendly words in yeah. that sentence certain ways i have to rephrase things so example there was a judge at work who got promoted to a senior judge and i would have liked to have said congratulations but i couldn't say it so i just said well done which i thought sounds really you know we want to say congratulations you got promoted to, you know it's great for a woman to get promoted into a senior position in judiciary but I said well done it sounded a bit lame but that was, was either that or not say it yeah. so it's just, it just well done even though I did rehearse it I just well well I thought, well, well, well well done there you go I, I was I was saying a w so I just I said that so yeah and you go over certain things and what you say first is kind of like when you hear people whose first language isn't English and the way they phrase things like they'll say may I have or could I have it and it's playing around with the, with the language to say something and it may sound a bit of a weird way of saying it so you sometimes you sound a bit you know saying would it be possible if I could have you know rather than saying could I have this saying it that way you, you, yeah, you really have to, yeah, you, you get quite a, a, a knowledge of 
English language and how, how things are, are said. And also, and which I know from doing any singing, if you say something a bit higher, kind of go as if you're singing it. So you'll say a certain word and you'll kind of go into your head voice a bit when you say it, or it, it's easier to say. So it is kind of, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's a, a lot of work more you spend more time trying to work out saying one sentence than you actually do in saying the sentence even if you stammer it yeah for sure one of the situations that i find hard is for sort of saying hello and especially in like up front like quick situations so if i'm walking around the office and if i go oh hi and it's it says something hi by the listen i'm like huh, and then it doesn't come out because someone's uh, by the time that they've gone the high has come out and it's like hi oh it's like like it's just like me breathing at them whilst they go past the bitch you know what i'm trying to say with it. it's just that situation and you're just like so it's sort of like playing around it and it's like oh morning or like afternoon or like just quickly trying to find that word but sometimes it's just me just breathing at them whilst they go past like trying to say it because it's a quick because I think it's for surprise, like the quick situations, because I've not had time to think about it. Because if I know I'm walking over to someone to ask them for help, I know I can prepare what I'm going to say, like, hi, how are you? Can you help me with this? But it's like, yeah, and then it's like, okay, I can do it, like waiting to put off a phone call, like, I can do it, I can just do the phone call. And it's just like, someone from my team is like, I'll just call them and it would be fine. I was like, oh, okay. Like, because the worst thing for me is like, before it was phone calls, but now it's not that bad. But now it's just like, you know, okay, it's fine. There's like breathing. Then it's like a heartbeat. Like, the thing is, I had today was waiting on hold for over 30 minutes. And waiting on hold, having a stammer, it's not that good because like you're waiting to say you're waiting for a call and like you don't know when it's going to come in and goes sorry but you're on hold your brain just sends and goes oh so i'd love to talk to you about your job you mentioned that you work in 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 the civil service i'd love to know more about what you do but also how your stammer affects you in your everyday role it's yeah i mean we do get phone calls sometimes though not that many but it's yeah sometimes when you're talking about things and some people can get a bit a bit impatient with this sorry 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 and then sometimes I'll just give up or just shorten what I'm saying but also it's not we don't have to now, but with when we had to wear masks, even though we were in an office, you know, we, we still have wouldn't have to wear a mask. Our desk we didn't have to. But I remember walking around and with that I found it even more restrictive. And I remember seeing, you know, the you know the, the lanyard that you know, and I'm thinking, well that you know, I think well technically I, that would help me because sometimes you when you're having a bad day, the mask is just impossible and you have to not wear a mask. But I thought, oh, could I, how, 
would I get would I get one? Are you classified having a stammer as being exempt from wearing a mask? And then, it, then I think, oh, well, maybe they think I'm doing that. So I remember that as well was I could have I didn't I could have gone to because management were giving them out to people if you have. But if I thought if I go up and say, could I have one because I have a stammer? I was a bit concerned about what their reaction would be to that. I mean, it might have been, yeah, that's fine, you know, where, you know, to where it's sewing times when you have to take, you know, the mask off. So those, a lot of it, it's a people's, not ignorance, but not having any knowledge where it's like, they know that I have, they have a stammer and they have been helpful in some times where we've had to be drawn to help other teams in taking their phones. I was exempt from that because of my stammer. So that was a nice relief for that. There was no way I couldn't work in a call centre at all. I've tried it once, couldn't do it. So in a way that was good because that does come under, you you can't be forced to do a job that you cannot do the same as anything physical. but there are times when we have to go up to to people like senior people and judges you know you try and act all we have to go and ask for something and if it's someone senior you have to try and you know not try and be posh but naturally you want to try and 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 i just know when i go there it's just some sometimes i'm quite taken aback that i would stammer when i'm talking about a case file and say oh asking a question about it or giving it to them for something and suddenly I can't say something so I have to kind of keep repeating and repeating and then they and then they you know then they get it um but it's you know and you think do they know can they tell that I have a stammer or would I just come across as somebody who's a bit doesn't know what they're they're talking about so it's it's hard to know what they're what they're saying and it's not that like you're always having especially like government there's always these like mental health month or let's talk week or let's this week is this history month this week is this there's always these schemes but I never see stammer coming into it really so I've, I've you know and it's never been mentioned maybe they don't know that you know especially when you have all these uh, uh, it's not mental health but definitely having these situations where you can talk about it but that's never happens I mean if the people who have like dyslexia or dyspraxia or autism or Asperger's um, not that I'll compare myself to that but these are all kind of things that are encouraged to talk about but it's like we're kind of the the third cousin twice removed you know it's, it's not and it, it is a physiological condition you know yeah. it, it's not something that we can just get over that like kind of a, a get over it or kind of you know self-cure issue it's not um like you were saying it's not a a a, a, um, a characteristic it's it's a condition so i think that so i haven't had anything too too great but definitely in situations where you need to discuss something you know go over something it's a bit you know it's yeah (laughs) Yeah, and I can relate to, and like during, like with masks, 
um, nightmare, absolute nightmare. Like, and I think it's harder, especially like for people like our stammers, where it's quite mild and like we don't really know when we go into stammer. And like, someone's like, oh, why don't we get one of the Daniels? Just like, I don't need it enough. Like, I don't, so if I would in like a shop or a somewhere that I was talking every single day, I may do it, but I personally don't feel like I'm comfortable saying I I own my stammer in that way I'm saying I stammer and I think because you don't know what other people would think because like be hidden because the stammer is hidden but also some people are making me these amazing masters say I a stammer give me time or like you can hold the sign like saying I stammer give me time but I personally wasn't comfortable with that because I, I also don't want to draw attention to it because I find when attention is drawn to my stammer or stammering overall, it makes the stammer worse. And I think the little, like you sort of want to mask it, but also you don't want to mask it behind the mask. Like you sort of want to try yourself to improve your stammer, but also you want to try and mask it as much as possible to not build a scene. Like it's a real com complicated dynamic where we want to talk about our stammer, but also we want to hide it to a point where we don't have the consequences and like the nasty consequences. That's really fascinating that like you say that it's not spoken about like within your, within like the civil service, because I brought it into my company that I work at Pops last year saying it's it's stammering it's international stammering wednesday let's say event it's something that i'm passionate about I, and i'm sure there are other people around the group in the uk who would be interested in this topic and they're like actually this is something we could talk about and it was really interesting to talk about stammering in the workplace and i never and i never the bbc have a stammering group inside it but it's crazy how and also i i actually don't think that Companies like in retail don't train their, train their employees for people with speech impediments. Like I don't think they get trained as such to be aware of people with speech impediments. Do you think what like companies in like supermarkets like I'm not sure what sort of training goes in for like with people with been with speech impediments. I know like they get trained on like disabilities, but like do they get trained on like speech impediments? I don't know. I mean, my my mom worked in retail for like, most of her life, and. I don't think it was. I mean, you have the issues of like step free access and all these and like some counters that are lower down. It all appears to be based on physical or visible disabilities, and like with, with the hearing loops and everything like that. Um, and like if you have if you have a hearing dog or a guide dog, you know, they're allowed. These these is these kind of things obviously that, you see anywhere when you go in to you know to shops um yeah and but i've never come across anything like like that it's down to the individual yeah it's just you're at the mercy of the individual person and what they're what they're like yeah and now i'm going to move on to a really fascinating bit which you told me before is that you have other family members who stammer and I would love to talk about that, like who in your family stammer, but also do you think you're now more aware of stammering because of having family members who stammer? It's predominantly my dad's side who stammer. Um, I know my dad does, and some of my 
like you're saying about men, mostly know from my dad and my uncle, some of my aunts do, but I know, but I've, but they never, never heard them talk about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I know that my mum, they're, they're divorced, but my mum said, oh yeah, they have one of your dad's side, had a, had a stamina, because we were talking about whether it's hereditary or not, whether, you know, it, it's, um, but I know my, and they, they kind of talk quite fast. Um, well, then, not that that's anything to do with it. Well, the people always say, "Oh, they stammer because they talk fast," which is not the. I think it's just naturally the kind of person that they are. Um, so it's yeah, but I've never. I don't really said, "Oh, oh, you, you have a, you have a." And he's never said to me. He's never know said to me, "Oh, my child." stammers as well it's maybe it's yeah. kind of taken as because so many family members and you're there talking um it's been a while since I spoke to my dad but when you're talking and he's stammering and finishes talking and then I answer and it's kind of it's aware but it's not discussed like no one looks impatient or you know finishes sentences people just sit there and wait for that person spoken and then and they then they spoke it's kind of, it's sort of like part of the language. So it's also like you both knew, but it just sort of wasn't spoken about. Like you were both aware, but like you, but you feel like you didn't have to have that conversation. But but it's fascinating. Like I am the only person from my family who stammers. And, but I know people, I had a guest on who's a twin and both him and his twin stammer, but he stammers more. But that's because it's, I didn't I didn't know how common it was in twins because I didn't know that like twins develop their own language, like when they grow up as children, but also like they're quite late to to develop their speech. So I found that fascinating that he like both twins stammered quite badly, which I didn't know was a thing beforehand that twins are could stammer. And have you, do you know many friends who stammer at all? Not close, no, I can't. No, I've never, I've, like I've never discussed it with anyone. So maybe a few colleagues at times and, but then no, it's never, it's never been, being discussed only in kind of a, a mentioned way, but I've never come across anyone else who 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 has it, and it's yeah. Wow. And then, do you do you feel comfortable saying that you stammer? So, like to your employer, like when you got your job, like did you mention that you had a stammer? When you don't, and like, would you let the person know? So, so if you were doing a presentation, let's say, would you let the person know that you stammered beforehand? Um, I would, yes. I mean, like, if I was to have an interview, the first thing I would, one well, of the first things I would say is, I have a stammer, only so they know if sometimes it's taken me a long time to answer a question, it's not that I don't know it. It's yeah. I do know I'm just trying to say it. so just it's just straight away saying be patient with me. I'm not, you know, but I've never I've never done that many 
presentations, but it's, I, I do mention it at work generally if, if, you know, if there's something that I feel that I wouldn't be able to do, but it's not really, if I say I have it, it's kind of a, the reaction is like, oh, there's no, there's no kind of reaction to it. It's kind of a, they'll ignore that you've said it, but that's, that, that's about it. Oh, and so you've come to a lot of STEM community and you've mentioned that you'd love to be more part of like the STEM community, but also talk about STEM more. What do you plan, but also what, so what would be your goal to like, to raise awareness around STEM? I think awareness of it in that it's it is a condition. It's not it's not an affliction. It's not something that is like we were talking when you have kind of stereotypical characters or definitely in the media it needs to be addressed addressed more and then kind of not kind of let go but it's when you have a character and they're stammering and the stammering is part of that person's character especially in in comedies and it's not something that is to do with you being having a certain personality it's just to do with who you are so you know have it not having it as part of the story and I think discuss more and kind of coming out of this kind of school kid like attitude to it. I remember all the, the names I was called at school and I think it's just, just it doesn't have to be a big huge thing, just to kind of yeah, this is this is what what it is. Um and it's kind of like not much of a knowledge of it. Like I said, it's not like a condition that's diagnosed. You know, it's not on, uh, not something you go on the NHS website and get information about. It's not really a condition that it's not, doesn't come under SEN or anything like that. So even like in, because I've worked in schools as well, and it wasn't anything that we had discussed in training. Um, you know, it was in terms of, things like first aid or at welfare, but never even hearing it discussed. That's what surprised me because I thought now with schools, it will be different. I know certain yeah, things are picked up, but the fact that it was never spoken about or you know, it, it wasn't something that was in, encouraged or there wasn't any kind of group arranged just to get together. Because you know, in a, a size, especially in London, the size of a, a high school you're going to have children who stammer you're going to have staff who stammer so I think more just more discussions and awareness of it. it doesn't have to be a huge thing just kind of you know just just to kind of mention it this is what it is here's information about it there you go yeah well and I think I think it's just so key like, I think it's the conversation that needs to be had so I think it helps answer a lot of questions so, because I think there's a lot of people who stammer who would love to talk about it. Like if you get asked about my, if someone asks me about my stammer, I can't stop talking for the rest of the day. I'm like, oh yeah, let me tell you about it. And I think 
but also it, it's the fascination behind the topic and like how everyone's different like in a few weeks i'm doing a tedx talk about my stamina like why my stamina is my superpower and writing this speech i realized there was so much that i know and from personal experiences that could help so many other people but also not only help other people who stammer just help other people who may have friends or family who stammer or just just to show that what is the rush like why do we need to have the need of finishing someone's sentences like mm -hmm. why do we have the need of filling in that gap in the sentence like why what's why is the rush but also why is it still a hidden like stick like why is it still a hidden topic and not spoken on a wide scale like why aren't we more represented in like the media but not only stammer related thing like it's such a fascinating topic and i think that's why i'm so passionate about like the podcast raising awareness is to show that there's so much to talk about that's not being spoken about and i've got a question that i ask every single guest that i don't give you practice on beforehand when you think of someone famous who stammers who do you think of and why The most was going back now, but I remember with um, Gareth Gates on Ooh. Pop Idol. Yeah. And the big fuss that was made about him having a stammer. And I know there were a few presenters who made jokes about it. I remember Vernon Kay mimicking him, which I didn't like. And, I, and the fact that he achieved so much, he had a great voice, he, he was successful. He went on to be a musical theatre actor as well. And he's done, he's, he's a very talented singer and musician. And in a way that got people talking about it, but in a way you still had that, that was a big, it was a big issue, but it was good to have him talking and to have him on the screen talking and, and being allowed to talk. And um, also I think, I think, it improved. I think whether with that he maybe got the, the means to have therapy, but it was like he was quite young. So it was like he kind of didn't have the opportunity to talk about it and through and through having a career where you are talking and singing and that that improved. But I can't think of anyone famous who's spoken about it. I know often you see people being interviewed and there's a little bit of a stammer there. I thought, oh, is that a stammer? Or they just stumbled over saying that. I thought, oh, if they do have a stammer, why are they saying it? Yeah. You know, you often you see someone like on the couch somewhere or on TV being interviewed, and there's, there's a little bit of a, a word stumble. And I think, oh, does, does, does she stammer? Oh, that's great. And then that statement, you think, well, if they do, just talk about it. It's, it, you know. Yeah. And I, with, with Ned Sheeran, he stands out. He did the bedtime CBB's bedtime story about book about stammering, um, and the conversation does then does the amount of people who sent me the article when it got announced that he was in the bedtime story, but also like Stormzy has a stammer, and when you think about it, it makes sense because you don't really see him do that many media interviews, do you? Like, this is so many topics. Like, you got you got Rowan Atkinson. He stammers, and you think. Yeah, apparently, you know that bit in Blackadder. Yeah. When he says Bob. 
there's this scene where he and the way he says but apparently he said that because he has a stammer yeah and like so, which i found out recently which is yeah but do you think like the like mr bean character is also could be related to him having a stammer do you think could that be like someone trying to express himself but also there's a Something that I've noticed, like I always want to feed forever. I've never thought about, you know, the penguin chocolate bars. The slogan is penguin. Have you ever noticed that? Like the penguin chocolate bars, like the slogan. Penguin, yes, because I remember that was being said to me when I was a child. Yeah. Yeah, that's very original. But like, is that, do you think that is damn related or not? It's interesting where that came from, where the, 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 the marketing person who came up with that, where that at that at that time in, in the 80s, I think, where yeah. that where that came from. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't have that, you wouldn't have that no, it wouldn't get through yeah. the slides. But it's funny where that where that where that came from and the effect had that that has had. Yeah. And I'd sort of like to move to like talk about the age of sort of penguin now current times. I how has the pandemic affected your stammer? I don't think it's affected it because I carried on working. We didn't work from home. So we carried on um going to work. So in a way I was still talking to people. Yeah. Um, not as many as usual but one thing I noticed was that how suddenly everything came online so classes I was doing came online meetings are online and even job interviews now are still online and to me I don't like that it's like phone calls it puts me off and I've actually been put off applying for jobs because it says online yeah. I don't know whether it's to do with eye contact but I feel I stammer a lot and I feel very inhibited a lot when you're talking like you are with, with the phones. So I think that's affected me and that it's prohibited me in doing things which I wouldn't have thought would be an issue because before that you never did things online. Yeah. Never had meetings online or classes online or anything, anything like that. So that was a shot where suddenly you, you were chatting with friends on Messenger or WhatsApp and suddenly I was finding myself stammering. I thought, well, these are my friends. I talk to them all the time. These are my colleagues. I talk, why am I suddenly stammering? So it's suddenly like this, it's an invisible barrier. You can still see the people, but I find that, and yes, I, I, I the thought of doing things online, like I stopped going to the class I used to do because they're still online because I, I I don't know whether it's to do with it being online or whether I just found yeah that to me was quite a surprise that my stammering was affected by communicating via a computer. Wow, and, and like it's been fascinating like hearing how every stammer has changed. Like when we went to working from home, I was like the last thing on my mind was how my stammer would be because I was at a point where my stammer was doing really well, was doing lots of events. And I realised I was stumbling on new words. And I thought, hmm, something's not right. And um, the worst thing like I mentioned is picking up the phone. And like, to talk to my colleagues, I had to pick up the phone. And I remember, like, just finding different techniques. And I thought, actually, let's use this time to practice on my stammer. Like, let's 
practice my different techniques was like let's practice on let's use my team as a guinea, guinea pigs for my stammer to see like how what techniques work what techniques don't work and now I say my stammer is the best it's ever been in years because of like having to adapt but it's funny how like you mentioned like we never did anything online like I had a few calls that was slightly online and during my my apprenticeship training we sometimes because like some of us were based on like, different companies we used the software called Zoom, which no one had never heard of. Like, no one really knew of it. It was quite a new software. Like, oh, what's a Zoom thing? And I remember slightly before lockdown, where some had started going to working from home and, like, some were still working from the office. And I remember, like, oh, we've discovered, discovered virtual backgrounds. And, like, and now it's just Zoom teams. That's based on my life when I'm not. And, like, at the office, like, we now have meetings at the office. We're still, maybe one person is still online, but the rest is at the office, but you just feel like you get so much more done, but also you notice the conversation is just so much better in person because I feel more relaxed and like you don't, you're not on wait on tent hooks waiting to, oh, can I jump in now? And like you find it harder to like add to a conversation when it's online because you don't really know. Yeah, you have to put your hand up. You have yeah. to click on the thing to put your hand up. Is yeah. that school again? Yeah. And it's just, but it's just fascinating like, how we've all adapted post that as well. Like I'm, I'm more of an in-person event. Like, I'm a Southeast support group lead for Stammer. For the, so it's, it's, I mean, it's a support group. And I said to the group, was like, being the leader, I want to make sure whatever's comfortable, feel free if, if you would rather online, if you would rather in person. But I feel like in-person events will be better because we can talk about our Stammer in person, have that human interaction. Not really was expecting and, and everyone was like yeah I'm more than happy to in person which is just great having that real life conversation back again but now I would love to round up our lovely episode and I and I ask this question to every guest if you could give three pieces of advice to someone who stammers and three pieces of advice to someone who doesn't stammer what would they be? Um, advice to someone who does stammer I know it sounds cheesy, but there's nothing wrong with you. It's nothing to do with your personality or anything. It's just normal. And it can be fluctuating. There's different levels. So it, it's, if you have got a stammer, there's nothing wrong with saying it. And the more people, the more we talk about it as if it's something normal, then, you know, so, so there's nothing wrong with you and you, you know you're not not alone like if none of your friends have it or your family have it or no one talks about it you know it's not something that you that you need to get over because you're not going to get over it because you because you've got it um so that and also try you know just just to try yeah just after we find like if at home i i'd say things to myself I'm always talking aloud to myself so be proud of your voice and what you sound like and what you know it, it's just it, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying because it, it, it's who you are um advice to people who don't stammer um I think it's just awareness like firstly like don't finish our sentences for us I know you, they may think they're helping but you're not, you're kind of taking away our voice. And we and we have something to say, we will get there, but let us say it. 
and also it's not an um a disposition so when i say things like oh maybe what if you, you try mindfulness have you tried therapy or deep breathing yeah that will help you to calm down and relax and oh maybe chamomile tea is good and you think you know it, it's not it's it's a condition and it's quite patronizing you wouldn't to say you wouldn't say it to somebody with autism chill out yeah we have it's not something like i'm not really going back to advice somebody who has got stammer you haven't brought it on yourself a lot of people seem to think it's self-inflicted you know as if putting the blame onto us for it and it's our fault that we're we like that I know there are situations where someone has brain injury or PTSD where suddenly they have it, but we haven't brought this on ourselves. You know, it's not as if we're, we're saying things wrong or we get stressed or we, yes, you do get stressed. Everyone gets stressed. And when you get stressed, your stammer is worse, but your stammer is there. So it's just, it, it's, it's a condition that you have. So, so you know, of course, mindfulness would help. It would help with, with, with everything. But when they say, you think, oh, oh, have you tried to do yoga? That's supposed to be, that's not, that's nothing at all. I mean, it helps with breathing, but it's not going to cure. It's not, not going to have like, a, you know, a week, weekend relaxing on the beach. There you go, my, my stamina's gone. Oh, that's made my day. That is the best advice ever because it's so true. Like people go, oh, maybe try this. And it's like, how does meditation help my voice? And it's just like, we may be relaxed in that moment, but how does that help like for long run? It's like, well, the thing That's is, we're having a headache. Yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not going to change so, it. Plus, I think it's own it. And I think the thing that people don't also realize is that we don't know when we're going to stammer. It's like, we may have a whole day where we don't stammer once, or like we may have a whole week where we stammer every single day, every quite badly. And like, we don't know. Like, we would love to know when we're going to stammer, but. Sadly, we don't. But carry on, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story. And thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today and listening to this episode with Carrie Ann. As I mentioned before, we've got some really exciting guests coming on and we are very excited to see the podcast grow. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, where we post all our exciting updates and facts, but also follow us on TikTok, where I post different stories and also current situations about what's going on in the world of stammer stories and and very excitedly i've been nominated for a for an award at the national diversity awards and i would absolutely love it if you could vote for me and there's a voting link from the description below and make sure to join the stammer stories community where we're a facebook group of people who stammer from from all around the world so i look forward to seeing you next time in two weeks thanks bye <laughs>